very happy New Year to everybody. <coughs> Mark, happy New Year. Build it up a happy 2022. Right? What else can you say? You can't say yeah. 2022. No one says that, right? It's 2022. I do. Welcome, everyone, to On the Mark Sports Talk with your host, of course, Mark with a C. Like we said, Happy New Year. Nice to see everybody out there again. Going to fix my screen there. Looks very mm-hmm. nice. There you go. This is show number 88. Just uh, like 88 um, keys on a piano. Each one yeah. is so valuable. Just like our shows. Ebony and Ivory. Each one is so unique and valuable. <laughs> <laughs> That's my opening little line there. <laughs> what piano uh, do I hope you want to trade? Hey, listen, have any of you ever, I know some of you have, and you can be mm-hmm. nice about this. Have you ever heard any of the old shows after the shows have come and gone? Have you ever gone back to listen to some of the old shows? Because they're yep. on Spotify and Apple iTunes. And all you people out there who are not on Zoom, you're welcome to any show. Any one of those 88 shows, including today's, is on there. So any of you ever uh, go back and listen? Sharon, you said you did? Yeah. I know, Michael, you have, right? I have. And I used to really enjoy, have you ever shown Life with Elizabeth from 1952 to 55? And it actually starred Betty White before anybody ever heard of her. Uh, Mm. Very fun show. Life so Elizabeth. some of these people have to get a life. How <laughs> <laughs> does show also get a life? Yeah. I hope everyone had a fabulous New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, New Year's weekend. It's nice to have a weekend. That was really a long weekend, wasn't it? it kept hey, going on and I on stayed and on. up. It was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to do a, one additional word about the passing again of, of John Madden. and we, we had some length last week about him, but I hope some of you uh, have seen, or you haven't, you got to see this, this documentary called All Madden. It's on uh, the sports, uh, Fox TV. Fox. Have any of you seen it? I DVR'd it. I'll see it when it, when oh, I it is. On, yeah, I, I, I recommend I it. it they, they did it before his death. And he's sitting in his living room watching the documentary when he's talking about his life. <laughs> I swear it made me cry at the end, mm. knowing knowing his fate. But you had to see it. it's an ma- amazing man, amazing, amazing. You have to see it. It's called it's it's out there. All Madden, and uh, I'm sure it's on your cable system. You, you know, uh, Mark, I want to thank uh, Mike. What's that? Papers, the local. I don't know if it was put nationally, but the local paper said. Madden was found sitting on his couch with his TV clicker in his hand. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't think he died from watching this video of himself, no. but, but maybe that was his thing to do. But he's sitting there. And of course, age, we haven't seen him in a long while, a couple of years, oh. and, and age has gotten to him. So he's, you know what he looks like, well, looked like at 85, he looked a little bit different. Uh, I want to thank Michael. Michael Finer for sending that video, which I sent to each one of you about Willie Mickey and the Duke interview. Anybody go on and uh, yes. watch it? Yes, I just yeah. watched it a little while ago. What did you think yeah, of it? I thought it was fabulous. Huh? I thought it was great. Absolutely great. Yeah. Enjoyed it. I'm just trying to figure out when it was. I'm guessing around 80, 81. You think I it think was that late? 
he kept talking about like this X amount of years ago, and I was too. I don't know. I, I, I think it was eighty-one. Seventy-three. You know, eighty-one. I think it was eighty-one. That's a guess. That's just a guess. I have no idea. Uh, okay. After Mays was on the Mets, that's much I know. Okay. Um, uh, and again, before we continue, Fred, you wanted to say a couple of words. Where's Fred? On my screen. Yeah, right here. I'm looking for you. Oh, you are right in front of me. Yeah. Uh, you want to say a couple of words about Alan Friedman and his uh, Hall of Fame, uh, Jewish Hall of yeah. Fame ceremonies? Yeah. And yeah, Mark brought up that uh, last night in the uh, Tick for Brotherhood meeting that Alan Friedman, who was a guest here and was very, very good guest, very, very enjoyable, is doing a Hall of Fame, Jewish Hall of Fame induction on May 1st. The fourth one. And, and Mark brought it, they're doing like a journal. And Mark said, they're doing like, I think you said an eighth of a page was $125. And I, I thought we, since he was a guest here and he was very good, that if we had 15 people, it would be a little bit more. But if each of us contributed maybe $10 or a little less to take an ad from On the Mark from the sports show, take an ad in, in appreciation of his organization and an appreciation of him being being the guest, and also uh, he came to Tick for uh, a couple of years ago, right, Mark? I think it was. Yes. So I just thought it would be a nice gesture. I don't know if, what everybody else thinks. Well, think about it, boys and boys and girls. Boys and girls. I'm going to. I'm going to send you guys an email, and you could correspond privately if you're interested or not. If you live in New York, if you live in San Francisco, if you live in Fairfax, Virginia, yeah. it, it, wherever you live, New Jersey, um, if you if, if you want to. <laughs> I don't want to go into it right now. I think it's a fantastic idea uh, just because he's been good to us. And who knows, down the line, he may come back to us again. Yeah. He was a fan, was fantastic show when he uh, visited our us. And uh, think about it. Yeah. Yes, Gerald. Alan Friedman is making a presentation at my synagogue. Actually, it's a virtual presentation on January 31st at 8 p.m., on Jewish sports legends, and you're all cordially invited. And I'll uh, uh, I'll send a link. You send uh, the link. It's probably going to be the same exact show that he did with yeah. us. Yeah, you were my, part of that show, right? Kind of rough. Right, and and you were that, there. We, we offered him an honorarium, or yeah. or a donation, and we're going to be giving a donation to his organization. Yeah. Well, yeah. again, if you want to take an ad, I'm, I'll send you guys an email. If you're interested, I'll see okay. what the response is from everybody. Okay. And there are some people who are not on today, too. Okay, we're going to go on. Gerald, you're up now. The Gerald Numbers Report, <laughs> number 88, is sponsored uh, this week by, by duct tape. <laughs> can't tell you how many times we use it, and we still use it. And do you use the different colors of duct tape? <laughs> so, Gerald, 88, what, what do you got for that? Numbers Great number. Alan Page, Marvin Harrison, Tony Gonzalez, Michael Irvin, Lynn Swan, Drew Pearson, John McKay, uh, Chris Carter, Max Speedy, Charlie Sanders, Ace Parker, Demarius Thomas, Chris Buford, Des Bryan, Al Toon, Ike Hilliard, Des, yeah. uh, Keith Jackson, Ron Kramer, Hakeem Nix, Don Norton, T Terry Glenn, Mike Sherrard, Aaron Thomas, Sam, Williams, Sonny Randall, Jimmy Giles, Tori Holt, Patrick Kane, and last but not least, the great Al Albert Bell, who should be in the Hall of Fame. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Was, was, yeah. was, 80, was 88? Yeah. I remember that. Uh, it's unusual. Uh, uh, Ron? Such a high number. Eric Lindros. Right. Oh, he yeah. wore 88 too, huh? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, when we, we're not just letting him roll off those those names and like um, our brains go into sleep or like whatever. <laughs> uh, it's supposed to bring back a couple of memories of some of those players, which it certainly does. You know, I have a list too. I'm just looking at some of these. A lot of them were like receivers on different football yeah. teams. Right. Um, a couple of baseball players get 88 when they're <laughs> there's no other lower numbers to give them, um, and they keep it. But uh, it's mostly well, the list I have is all football players. You guys brought up uh, Albert Bell. I didn't know he was 88, and I didn't know uh, Lindros. Lindros, right? Was 88. Okay, thank you for that. I have no beep beeps. I have no unusual names, so we'll we'll keep we'll move on from there this week unless somebody found an unusual name to give us. Anybody? Okay. So beep beep gets a rest this week. Save the battery. All right, this day in sports. What happened this day in sports? Today is the sixth of January. Sports, mind you. But before we do get to the six, I want to say something that happened on the third. On the third, it was anniversary. The Mets said goodbye to Bobby Bonilla. Oh, in the year two thousand. Not really. And then every year yeah. he gets the uh, check on really. the July first. He gets the check uh, July first. My birthday. <laughs> so, but that, but they said goodbye to him on the on the third. Now going to the six. Some of these things. Uh, Third's also the day that George Steinbrenner be. Became the owner of the Yankees. Is that right? Yeah. Right. 71. Yeah. I, I saw that. A lot okay. happened on my birthday. Yes. Big important right. stuff. Yes. So on what year in- did he buy the Yankees? What? What year was what that? Year did he buy the what, what, what was it? What was it? 71? I'm not sure. Yeah. I thought it was later. Let me go look that up. Maybe 73. 73, yeah. 73. Okay. Think back where you were in 73. If you were yeah. around in 73. Yeah. Okay. What an investment. $10 million. <laughs> Uh, yeah, on the 6th, today, in 1951, I was one year old. The so Indianapolis Olympians, didn't know there was a team called, in the NBA, called the Indianapolis Olympians, beat the Rochester Royals, who became the Cincinnati Royals, I believe. Yes. Uh, 75-73, but the interesting thing, it was in six overtimes. And I think it's the longest game ever. Still on record in the NBA. Could be wrong. But that's what it said. Uh, in 76, what you said about George Steinbrenner Brenner buying the Yankees. Ted Turner in 76 mm-hmm. buys the Braves. Right. For $12 million. What's that? Oh. For $12 million. For $12 million. Good for oh. you for doing some research. Can you imagine that? Buying the team in 19, $12 million. How much is Steinbrenner paid for the Yankees? More than no, no, no. The Yankees. $10 million, I think. 10 million. About 10, I think, yeah. yeah. And, and, and you remember, remember Steinbrenner's famous quote? I'm going to stick to shipbuilding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. American shipbuilding. Well, right. yeah. 1980. The Los Angeles Rams beat the Tampa Bay Bucks 9 nothing in a championship game, the NFC yeah. championship game. It was the first time that yes. nobody had a touchdown. There were no TDs. Bill Gulf. Yeah. Good defensive battle. I thought it was amazing. Sharon, you want to say something? Yeah, in 1980, Phil Flyer set the NHL record of 35 straight games without a defeat. Who was that? 
The flyers. Bill Flyers. The flyers, man. Flyers. Didn't know that and have That's that on course. my list. An 81, John Tonelli of, sorry to say, uh, you Ranger fan, Ooh, the Islanders. Uh, he scored five goals in a in a 6-3 win game over the Maple Leafs. And Mike Bossy had all six assists. Mm. And in, 19, in 2016, Ken Griffey Jr. is elected to the Hall of Fame with a 99.3%, which was the highest of all time at that time. And he got in along with Mike Piazza in his fourth year of eligibility. And that's all I had on that day. Michael. I had an interesting experience on Facebook. They had a post of a 106-year-old Yankee fan. And he was they were celebrating his birthday. It was a couple of days ago. And they were giving him all kinds of Yankee paraphernalia, a T-shirt, and, and all kinds of other fancy things. And he was as happy as can be. And then underneath... I was, uh, they have a place on, on Facebook for comments. And I wrote as a comment, if I was, a, if I lasted 106 years old, I would still be a Yankee fan. And I, I wrote that as a comment. And then when I looked at uh, people who liked and, and uh, you know, made uh, comments about my comments, one of the persons who commented that uh, nice comment happened to have been Hank Steinbrenner. So he saw what I wrote. Oh. Uh, did you, did oh. you take a picture of that comment? I could. I, you no, should I take a picture of it. Yeah, that's really cool. But it's, right, it's on Facebook if you want to look. It's on Facebook. Very good. Who knows? You okay. still might be. You still might be wait, waiting for a World Series winner. That's it. Uh, Sharon, you want to say something? Sharon, you want to say something? You still had more for um on this day in history. Yeah, I know there were a lot. I try to do. Okay. Like the most people would be interested in. You know. <laughs> um. We could tell the date on that date. I tried out for the Mets, but they said goodbye real quick. <laughs> but I thought it was important. So the, in baseball, the lockout is still going on. And no news. I hear no news unless you hear news coming out. So again, we thought after the year, New Year, maybe they're taking a week off. But something's got to start to... Uh, you would hope. Cooking. You know, they got to start uh, getting their act together. Uh, of course the non-related to being part of the lockout. The Mets hired Joey Cora. Yeah, I saw that. Supposedly as their third base coach, coach which is right. which I which I like as a Met fan. Uh, he's had that position the last five years with the Pirates. He's been part of the White Sox organization in his uh, post-playing um, career. Uh, when the White Sox, I believe, won the World Series in the middle of the 2000s, he was the third he's base coach. Five, yeah. The older brother of Alex. Oh, he is the brother of Alex. That's so Alex, Alex is younger. As far as, yeah, older Alex is younger. And um, so good hire at third base coach. And then we heard something today. Who wants to talk about that? The uh, that the, the Mets hired a, a, a Yankee who was just hired? Yeah, Eric Chavez. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Third so base. The, the that's what? The hitting coach? Yeah, hitting coach, right? So, so last yeah. week he made news as being uh, hired by the Yankees as a Fred. You said an undefined role. Yeah, they, they weren't sure what he's going to be like an advisor to Boone. You know, wasn't going to be the bench coach, but wasn't going to be a hitting coach. I'm not sure what his role was going to be. Interesting how he like wanted a specific role or maybe more money. Or uh, I'm surprised that if he didn't sign a contract. Mets are also going to hire a first base coach. 
who so coached sorry. with uh, Buck Showalter for eight years at the Orioles, Wayne Kirby. Oh, okay. Former outfielder. Yeah, that was in today's post. He was okay. with Showalter. So there was a report that the Mets might be interested in bringing Zach Greinke to the team. Good. I think he's a, uh, a free agent. Yeah, he is. I think he's free. He might be through mm-hmm. <laughs> in his arm, yeah, but uh, at him. least bring, you know, what do they call it? Kicking the tires mm. <laughs> on him if he has anything yeah. left. Yeah. He'd be a nice, a solid addition to the team. What do you think? Met fans here? What do you think? I don't know why this hey, he's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Fred, what? No, no, several years ago, when Grinky first came up, he was having issues with anxiety and stuff, and he expressed non-desire to play in New York. I don't know if he's changed his mind or if he's overcome those issues or or not. But you see, he's a weirdo, right? Why wouldn't he fit? He does some weird things. When we saw him um, during the, um, the COVID season when there were no fans, he'd be hanging out in the stands and doing weird things. And, uh, I don't know. I thought he'd be cool. Yeah, Gerald. I had heard about Zach Greinke. Uh, sometimes he would uh, lock himself into a closet for two or three hours before a game to try to calm down his anxieties. Hey. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> There's also probably a pill he can take now. <laughs> Howie, we're up to Howie's West Coast report. You have a West Coast report? <laughs> Yes, I okay, do. Okay, so but your West Hello. Coast report today it's sponsored by Jello. Mm, I can mm. use some Jello right now. <laughs> no, Co- no Cosby. No. <laughs> <laughs> I always do the exactly. Any anyway, uh, first on the Warriors Sunday night or Sunday late in the afternoon. Mm. I'm not sure. Uh, expecting Clay Thompson back and. Tickets in the off market are going as high as fourteen thousand dollars. Really? <laughs> Thompson will probably will play more than fifteen minutes. <laughs> but, uh, and Weissman, the, the young rookie center, should be back in another week or so. Forty uh, ers they're playing the Rams, and as we say in San Francisco, when they're playing the Rams, yikes. <laughs> uh, although they, we've beaten the, uh, the Rams a lot, uh, uh, Trey Lance against that Rams defense, I don't know. It'll, we'll see. It'll be a long shot. Howie, do they need to win to, to secure a playoff berth? They need, if they win, they're in. If they lose, then they need help. Like New Orleans has to lose, and maybe that's it. I'm not they sure. I wonder if they have the tiebreaker with New Orleans. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure of that. I'm just hoping, boy, they just better win. Yeah. The other thing I had was the baseball Hall of Fame balloting, uh, which will be announced January 25th, and uh, a, a day or so ago, the San Francisco Chronicle listed how their writers who were eligible to vote voted on it. Now they had eight writers, and. Uh, Let's see. Uh, six. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> Was that a commercial? Yeah. <laughs> uh, at least six of the eight, six of the eight 
vote for Bonds and Clemens. And right now, the early uh, report is that both Bonds and Clemens have, and this is, there's only the writers who only reveal what to the uh, uh, to the public what they're going to how they're going to vote. But so far, uh, Bonds and Clemens have eighty percent, which is above the seventy five percent threshold. But as it goes on, it usually goes down, so they may may not make it. Hopefully, uh, not. The, <laughs> the biggest leader is David Ortiz. He's at eighty two point seven percent. Right, and of course, he was named in the Mitchell report and denied the steroid use, so he may go down. Surprisingly, Scott Rowland, who's generated support uh, the last three years, mm. is at 72.7%, and he might make mm. it. And finally, surprisingly, uh, A-Rod is right now, has received only 51 of the 110 revealed ballots, which is 46.4%. Mm. So it doesn't look too good for A-Rod. Wow, that's it's only his right. first year eligibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So at, at this at this time, Bonds and Clemens, how many? How many at this time? It's this is their, their tenth and final year, correct? Yes. So would you vote for Bonds and Clemens? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 Any nose? Anybody still sticking to nose? I got a couple, got a couple, got a couple. All right, so uh, more yeses than noes, but uh, that's usually it, right? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Making them sweat for nine years and let them in finally. Isn't this Kurt Schilling's last year also? Oh, yeah, I was yeah. considering him. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So thank you. That's it, Howie? That's it. That's it. Well, thank you for that. Nothing new on uh, the A's or anything. Okay. Nothing, about the, nothing about the San Jose Sharks. <laughs> That's a West Coast team. All right. Thank you on that, Howie. And now we're up to Michael's Yankees and Jets rant this week. You have something? Well, I, I tell you. Uh, Before you go, do you have something? I always have something. Okay. I, I, that's fine. Let me tell you who your sponsor is this week. Your sponsor oh, yeah. is the people who make door stops. <laughs> you know those things you stick under a door to the door won't swing. Yeah, yeah, those rubber things. Yeah, those rubber things. <laughs> they said yes, they wanted to respond to you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but in right. the old days, you used the spring ones on the wall. No, you you got a piece of cardboard you stuffed under No, there. the Don't ones <laughs> that had the stopper that you yeah. screwed to the bottom oh, of the yeah, base. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember those. Yeah. Do right. you people still have those screwing things in your, your bathroom? So when they open the door, it won't hit something. Oh, the door stops. Door the door stops. No, you you no, screw no, it in no. the back of your door. Yeah. In the bathroom. Oh, my God. My God. I have the door it. so it doesn't. Yeah. You still have that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I remember them, but they're not that aesthetic. They're not that, uh, you know, they don't yeah. look good for the yeah. decor. You take That's that. They, they they're like them. very, they're taken for, for granted, really. No one, you, yeah, no one yeah. talks a to couple, them. A couple of my doors. Or it's open out, so I don't need that. All right. Uh, Michael, what's your rant? Okay. Anyway, I want to go over two years that I was very optimistic about a Yankee season. <laughs> One particular year, uh, the Yankees had, among the, the first days of, the, of that particular year, that Elson Howard, Joe Pepitone, Bobby Richardson, Cleet Boyer, Roy White, Mickey Mantle, Roger Maris, and 
there was a rookie up, up and coming for a shortstop by the name of Bobby Mercer. And the pitching rotation included Jim Bouton, Al Downing, Fritz Peterson, Mel Stottlemyre. There was Whitey Ford. Uh, Steve Hamilton was there. Hal Raniff, all good players. And I was very, very optimistic that year because I was thinking about growing up all my life. The Yankees won the pennant. In 47, 49, 50, 51, 53, 55, 56, 57, 58, 60, 61, 62, 63, and 64. And they didn't win it in 65. So I figured 65 is similar to 59. And it was mm-hmm. a one-year aberration. So the following year, I really thought they were going to win. And little did I know that they uh, had their first year and their only year in history where they ended up in 10th place that year. Yeah. So, there's a reason mm-hmm. to be optimistic sometimes, oh, but uh, it doesn't always uh, hold true. Now, the next year that I'm really optimistic just happens to be 2022. And I'm starting to think about it, even though there's nothing really going on as far as the uh, uh, pick new pickups. And they didn't get a shortstop. They, did, they didn't get Correa. They didn't get Freddie Freeman. Yet, that still might happen. But when you think of the Yankees, the pitching rotation... Each one of these pitchers have pitched lights out for a while, starting with Cole and German and Montgomery and Severino and Tayon. That is one heck of a pitching rotation if they're doing In well. theory. Right? Yeah. And then they got the consistent that's the difference. Better than Loisica is Holmes and Michael King. They're totally unhittable. And then you have, of course, uh, Chapman. All right? And then you go around the horn. They're, they may even trade for somebody even better than Oshela for third. They have, they're going to come up with somebody at short, maybe one of these studs. And then you have somewhere between LeMahieu and possibly a trade for Glaber. You're going to come up with a good first baseman, even if it's going to be LeMahieu, or maybe you'll, you're going to keep uh, um, result. And then they're saying in the papers that Joey Gallo has really something to prove. And when you watch Joey Gallo, when he's playing well, he's terrific. So you have yourself a team really worthy of being optimistic toward. And with that being said, the 2022 Yankee team is going to be very, very good for us Yankee fans. And that's what about Nesta Cortez. Nesta Cortez right now could be the best pitcher they have. I forgot about Nesta Cortez. Okay. So we have ourselves a lot of reasons for optimism. And uh, as a Yankee fan, I hope I hope it will hold true. But then again, when you look at things at the glass half empty, everything once again could go south. Uh, I'll always remain jealous that we did not get Joe Walter and that I think they uh, they they missed the bus with that one. But uh, the Yankees could be up there, you know, and I'm, opt- yeah. I'm optimistic. I'd like to see the I'd like to see who, who they're going to end up with shortstop. So that, everybody's that's optimistic in the winter. Yeah. Howie. <laughs> well, just to amplify what Michael just said. There was a report out here about the A's trading Matt Olson, first baseman, Matt Chapman, third baseman, two really dynamic players to the Yankees uh, for whatever the Yankees want to offer in return, maybe part of their infield. And and uh, then the Yankees turn around with what they have left and getting uh, another starting pitcher. But that was reported out here several days ago. But I don't know if it would. There's no baseball news, yeah. and 
who knows? I don't know if it's true or they're just making up stories, but it was reported out here locally. Maybe they would include Glaber Torres to the A's. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Gerald. Didn't mention anything like that, but yeah. Mike, I agreed with everything you said. The only thing I would question is Cole. Is there any correlation between him having a subpar second half of the season and the inspections that the umpires were doing for the sticky substance? He got that, that, that remains to be seen. I agree. I agree. He has something to prove, Gerald. That's for sure. Yes, that's for sure. But he has a fabulous arm, so let's go with that. He does. Okay. The, the Yankees were claiming that what he hurt, hurt his hamstring late in the year, that that really affected him, you know, more than they, they let on. I agree. And who's to say if they started in the uh, in the playoff game, uh, the, the wild card game, if they yeah. started with a closer, you know, an opener or whatever you call it, right? Yeah. Maybe the whole thing would have been a lot different. I, I don't think he was ready to pitch that game. Yeah. Okay. So thank you. Thank you for that, uh, Michael. And Larry, Larry Schwartz, you wanted to uh, rant about something. This is my, my swan song with the Washington Nationals. Mm-hmm. I've been a, law, a loyal Washington Nationals fan for many years. And in 2019, we finally won a World Series. This satisfied the old owner, learn his goal. But since then, things have gone south. First, they let Rendon go, but I looked the other way. Then they let Scherzer go, but I understood that he was not the future of the franchise. But when they let Trey Turner go, the future of their franchise, I could not tolerate that. As a result, I have abandoned being a fan of the Nats, once again rooting for the Dodgers. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) I like that. Okay. Short and sweet. Thank you for that. Uh, I saw a poll. Um, it might have been online. I'm not sure exactly where I saw it. And um, this could be something for homework. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about this right now. The, the, the poll was basically like who your all-time second, the 10 all-time second basements on your list. I'm not going to go because it's, it's hard to like to think about the names right now, but that could be something we could do as a homework assignment. You, the 10 top second basements of all time. Jeff think Kent. about it. We can yeah. move on from there in a future Kent. time. Right. Future time. Yeah. Talk about it. But so you, right. Again, you have to uh, think, think that and what you're thinking. But did you hear oh, the story? Bobby Richardson. We're right. not going to talk about people now, but just want yeah. you to think about it. And I'll give you a homework assignment. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Stop Don't talk about it. All right, all right, all right. Michael, what's up, Michael? I just wanted to say what you were just discussing, okay? The best second baseman of all time and all that. The best catcher of all time. Very often when I am undergoing root canal, and I need something to occupy my Hey, Michael, uh, list all the great catches you know, or list all yeah. the 20 game winners you know. And that's how I get through root canal. Just, just wanted I, to tell I, you that. That's your I, I, do that, I do that to try to also, fall asleep. Okay. We should discuss <laughs> the merits of. That's what I do. I try to fall asleep, stuff like that. What, Alan? We should discuss the merits of Horace Clark. He was a better player than, was given, than he was given credit for. That's right. right. That's exactly he was. Right. He really was. 
Anyway, did you hear the story that uh, Major League Baseball Network, the, the MLB Network, cut ties with uh, their insider, Ken Rosenthal? Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't know. I didn't right. hear that. Because no, he didn't. has a nice mouth and he wants to say what's on his mind. He criticized the commissioner, Rob Manford, Manfred, and, uh, of course, the um, Major League Baseball, I think, uh, is in charge of that MLB network. They own so They cut they ties own with him, but he still still see him on TV with Fox. Yeah. He still works with Fox. Fox. So, but uh, he got in trouble with his uh, mm. Major League Baseball. And it was a death in baseball. You want to say something before the death, uh, Gerald? Yeah. Oh. Oh. SNY, when it was, when it was formed, Basically, their policy was and is uh, you can say anything you want. If, you, if you're on the uh, network, you're a host or whatever, and you don't have to worry about politics or about uh, ruffling anyone's feathers. So that's a big contrast with the uh, with the Major League Network, which which mm. is which is owned by uh, Major League Baseball. Yeah. I like those insiders. They come up with these 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 this dirt, the dirt you want to hear. You know what I mean? This one's being uh, wooed by this team. And, oh, definitely there's a trade today. You know, the trade is that the first ones to tell you that. But uh, he'll do it on Fox. Uh, Fred, you want to add to that? Wow. No, not about that, but about networks. Did you see the story in today's post that ESPN is thinking seriously of having Alex Rodriguez do an alternative broadcast on the Sunday night game, sort of like what the Mannings do for Monday night football? I saw and, and, and brings in David Cohen as, as the analyst on the regular cast. Really interesting. Okay. That would that. be better because who wants to listen to Alex Rodriguez? Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. David uh, Cohen anytime. <laughs> David Cohen anytime. Larry Bittner died. Remember Larry Bittner? Yeah. yeah. Outfielder, first baseman, oh, lefty, hitter. lefty hitter, lefty thrower, yeah. 75 years old. Yeah. Born in 46 hmm. from Pocahontas, Iowa. That was his interesting thing. There's a place called Pocahontas, Iowa. He's a former Washington senator, former Montreal Expo, a Cub, uh, a, a Red, and he was also on the Texas Rangers. Played from 1970 to 83. He, he had a so-so career, believe me. We know his name. You know, Henley had 29 home runs in his career, uh, 354 RBIs, 273 batting average in over 1,200 games. So he played the games yeah. Yeah. at over 3,000 mm -hmm. at-bats. Uh, he, he hung around. He hung around for, what is that, 13 years. 14 years. 13, yeah. 14 years. But, but his interesting thing, he played, he played for, these are the managers he played for, Ted Williams, mm -hmm. Whitey Herzog, Billy Martin wow. and Gene Mock. Wow. So he did play for uh, nice people. Yeah. May he rest in peace, Larry Benton. I thought I'd bring that up. Okay. If, if nobody has any more baseball stuff, you know, for people on lockout, we just talked about 15, 20 yeah. minutes on baseball. <laughs> and now we go on to the uh, what's going on in, in football. Okay. Okay. What's going on? What's going yeah. on? Well, let's, let's yeah. talk about the jet game and what happened with, of course, that they, they Brady comes back and beats them in the last minute. The Jets all time by eight and 31 against Brady. 
Brady has their number, of course. But yes. who wants to describe what Antonio the story doesn't go away? The Antonio Brown story. We have to talk about him. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody want to describe what happened? I could describe it if you want, but if someone wants to talk a little I, bit. It's going to come out that he has CTE. That you, you know think that, that? yeah, I am going to be willing. I mean, or clearly some 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 other Issues. emotional disorder that he's had for a long mm -hmm. time because this is just such abnormal behavior that all of the excuses given, there's probably some culpability on both sides, but this is really, this is, this is, this was uh, just so glaring. There's something, there's something more than, than, than uh, dissatisfaction. I mean, this is a great player uh, making, making uh, significant money. So there's something else that will come out, if not in the near future, in the distant future. Did everyone knows what does everyone know what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah see, did everyone see what happened on Sunday? What he did? Just ran off. Yeah. The, it was like running around the field. Okay. He, first week, they, they take him out. He was out of the game. Then the coach tells him to go in. He says no. He refuses to go back in the game. And we don't know the, at that time. We don't know any inside stories. And so, because he said no, the coach says, "Well, get out of here." <laughs> so at that point, he takes off his shirt, yeah, takes yeah. off his uh, his pads. No. He's got he's got his, his skin, <laughs> and uh, he's now. Then he runs. He's running around the field right. in the end zone while the game is going on, and the fans are going crazy. And he's like reacting to the fans, and he. He wants the fans to continue, and then he goes to the locker room. And then the story comes out that uh, the coach says he's no longer part of the team anymore. And then he That's says true. he didn't go back because he says his ankle was 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 injured. He had an injured ankle before the game. Suppose this is the stories we get from both ends. We don't know what's right. Uh, suppose before the game they gave him a um, uh, a painkiller a very, very strong painkiller that the Players Association uh, frown upon this particular drug. And they gave him that so his, his the pain would go away. The pain must, the uh, painkiller must have worn off. He must have been in some pain. That's why he didn't want to go back in the game. Mm -hmm. If this is the true story, I don't know. Go ahead, uh, Gerald. I don't think he's been officially released and as I recall, he threw his shirt and his gloves into the stands. About yeah. an hour ago. I think he was released. Released an hour ago. I saw it before okay. we went on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, fine. Mark, a guy once did that after I beat him in tennis. He did the exact <laughs> same thing. <laughs> you know, for a guy that's yeah, a bad ankle, high school. For a guy high school was a bad ankle, he was running around that field pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, you know, so that, that's that's the part I don't understand. But here's a Hall of Famer, a potential Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame, yes. That's what he's done. He's a Hall of Fame, but you know this this craziness and being released and um, all the things, all the bad things you want to call bad, all the things that he should not have been doing. He Self did. Destructive. Yeah. Self destructive. It's a shame, yeah. shame for him. I wonder if it, if anyone's ever going to take a flyer on him anymore. What a shame. How about yes. the Jets? Was it the, the Jets to hire him? Is that what you want to say? No, I'm saying no. I, how about the Jets, Mike? 
I just want to say it's a funny thing because you're talking about the Jet game. First of all, with Antonio Brown, I'm thinking of all the other coaches. I don't think he would have dared to do anything like that under Shula, under Parcells, under uh, uh, Nolan, uh, Belichick. Right. I I really think that uh, Arians didn't have the right control. That's number one. But I just want to say one other thing with uh, uh, the uh, the end of the game, the Jet game, how they lost that game. I happen to have been texting with Jerry. And there's no way in my mind that Wilson should not have done anything else but a handoff to Berrios. Berrios would have taken the ball to the ranch. They would have won this stupid game. What the hell was he doing with that <laughs> sneak? I was pulling my hair out. And then I sent Jerry a funny uh, a, a post, and that was the end of that stupid game. And I forget that. that add that to my Yankee rant, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Didn't, did, didn't the head coach say there was miscommunication? Yes. Yeah. They should have, yeah. they should have, that he should have told them directly, hand it off to Berrios no matter what. Don't. That was the game. That was the game right there. Uh, yeah, but I'm not looking for a victory. I'm looking for some improvement. And I really do think that yeah. he's, he's, he's improved significantly and still a rookie. Yeah. And I, I know that the thinking about rookie quarterbacks has changed. But he's still a rookie. He's playing with. Look who he's playing with. Look at his receivers. Yeah, look yeah. at his line. Yeah, he's improved. And now I don't care about the wins. Now I want to yeah. see them. They're going to be a much improved team, yeah. I think, yeah. next year. He they're has really in the right direction. He has they're on the up. They're on the upswing. They have some good. They have some good running backs. Like got that rookie Michael Carter looks like a yeah. really yeah. good running back and. They're running the ball. There's a lot more optimism about the Jets than the Giants. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. 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 I heard he checked off on that play. Uh, because a lot of people, I've heard this this week, they say he's a me guy as opposed to a team guy. Haven't any of you heard that uh, aspect? He wanted, hero, he wanted to be the hero. He wanted to be the hero. No. If he, if so. he, if he, what, yeah, what way yard line was that on? The two? It was, fourth and, it was fourth and two. <laughs> two. He needed two yards. Yeah. Two for a first down or two for yeah. a goal? Touchdown. First down. First down. Yeah. First down. yeah. So to do a quarterback sneak with two yards away. It was a mistake. It was a mistake. Mistake. It's for us to talk about and debate, but in the scheme of things, yeah. uh, my feeling is okay, it was a mistake. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice game. No, I mean, yeah. not now. I mean, move on is the, the Jets. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. Jets. yeah. Of course. Of course. Of course. All right, and uh, the Giants, of course, looked t- t- terrible. Oh, Giants, twenty-nine to three against a team that had one more win than you going in. Yeah, eight, eighteen oh, seconds go, go into Bears. the game. Eighteen seconds into the game. Go Bears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go Bears. Yeah, your bad team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What was Mike Lennon's uh, passing uh, uh, percent? Seven. No, no minus had, seven yeah, 20, or nine. Yes, yeah, 20, 24 yards, but minus ten because he. Yeah, yeah, 34 yards in sacks. So right. minus, minus right. 10 yards. Less than 10%, yards. Less than 10% yeah. quarterback rating. And what he, he broke he broke part of his arm or something, but the non-throwing his arm? His, his wrist on his non-throwing arm. Right, but uh, he's not playing. So he's done for the year. Uh, you'll never see him again in the giant uniform. You know that for sure. But you know what I want to say? Excuse me what? about the Giants. Yeah. I don't want to say. If everybody here has played football, and everyone here has been on a crappy football team. When you're on a crappy football team, that's the greatest opportunity with the most unique plays on the oh, face of yeah. reverses, button hooks. Uh, I, I I would stick a, a ball up somebody's back and, and hide it and, and run, <laughs> run, run as far as you can before they can figure it out. 
The Giants, they have no creativity. Ooh. Every play is stupider from the one before. And I don't know. Uh, maybe Judge does have to go. That, that's what I feel about the Giants. I think he does. Did, did you like the creativity in the, uh, the, the, the play calling? I mean, it yeah. was run, 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 run. Run, run, run. Right into the line. Every even the fourth quarter, run, run, run. It was like they conceded the game and just yeah. let's just avoid quarterback. Right. Couldn't score a touchdown. Barkley scored ran for 102 yards. Well, how, how many carries? I don't know. I don't know. All right, so let them move on. And of course, um, that's the last we'll see of Mike Linden. Uh, did you guys watch the the Chiefs uh, Bengals game? Good game. Bengals a team to, to, to look at in the playoffs here. I don't yeah. know. They have the rookie oh. receiver Chase. Jam- Jamar Chase. Chase. Uh, was, 266 was, yards receiving. That was such 11. a smart thing when they drafted him because he burrows in him in college were great. Yeah. Right, right. That was right. a smart move. Burrow through again for 446. He's he's amazing quarterback. Chase had a few yeah. games. He had plateaued a little bit, but he's been he's been fabulous. And that you know, Burrow, I think, is I love Burrow. Burrow, said, great Burrow said he was just throwing. He was just throwing down the field toward uh, Chase and knew he, right. get, knew he would get it. Right, throw it up and he'll catch it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And you uh, know, out here, out here in San Francisco, they used to call Montana Joe Cool, but yeah, this yeah. guy with that cigar. The, He's Joe Cool. <laughs> Joe Cool. And how did uh, uh, Trey Lance do, uh, Howie? Well, good. you were talking about Wilson. He did pretty good. He did make a rookie mistake. He threw across his body and he got intercepted. But he did throw a, a nice touchdown. And most of the throws were short, you know, typical. But San Francisco has a great running, running game. It's run first. So... They got a shot. Of course, they got to play the Rams. <laughs> the Rams, I, I think the Rams are playing for uh, the number two seed, right, against Tampa Bay, I believe. Yeah. I did, the Rams, did the Rams, if the Rams and Cardinals finish in a tie oh, for first, did they get, did they get? That's right. They're playing for the, I think they're playing the for division, the division. Right. Yeah, division, they yeah. beat the they're, Rams. They got one game the lead Cardinals on the win. I think the Cardinals win the division, I believe. Dallas, yeah. So a lot of interesting games in this final week. Should be very yeah. interesting to, to watch it. Did you go out? You guys watch uh, Roethlisberger last yeah, home game? Yeah, that watch. Yeah. Yeah, they have a chance to make the playoffs, the Steelers. Yep. Truly yes. amazing. <laughs> it's going out in that division there. Then you uh, got that game between the – Vegas and Ravens Chargers. have a chance also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of teams Vegas. that have a chance of the but last they, but, week, which makes it exciting. Yeah. You know, the, what, the extra they, game. They, Vegas and the Chargers Sunday night, right? The winner gets in. Yeah. It's Sunday night. I'm usually uh-huh. sleeping early. But, you know, with Roethlisberger leaving, <laughs> this will probably be his last early. season. They say the class of 2004 with Manning and Rivers and Roethlisberger, the Combined at this moment, twelve hundred and four touchdown passes yeah. combined, wow. plus the Monday was going to happen on Monday night. So it's a great class, and it will be history. Even though I heard mm. that uh, they wanted who wanted Rivers back, the Colts. Colts at one Rivers time back last week. 
when, when, when they didn't think Carson Wentz was going to be available. Right, they gave him right. a call. Right. Come on back. Yeah, he's unvaccinated. So when the yeah. CDC changed it from 10 yeah. days to five days, yeah. Wentz was able to come back. Yeah, so, okay. Right. That's it. And TJ Watt is with, within one sack of time. Michael Strahan's single season record of 22.5 um, sacks. In a season. How many games did it take Strayan? Gee, I don't have the games here, but Strayan, 22.5. Well, now Jared it's Allen, 22. Right, Gastineau, 22. Right, Justin Houston, 22. And Watt has 21.5. Yeah, but but uh, Strahan was gifted the sack. You saw that, right? Come on here yeah, and back right. Right here. Yeah. And again, they said, do you remember the extra game? Yeah. 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 So uh what's the top game this week? What do you think? Chargers and Raiders, Vegas. winner is in. Yeah. I'm looking at the schedule. What else do you think is exciting? It means something. Rams 49ers. Rams 49ers. Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Yeah. Right. A lot of these games could a lot of these games could mean something, but they need other results. Like yeah, like yeah. Derrick Henry Baltimore. might be back. Uh, Tennessee wants to win, so they're the, the top seed. One seed. Can you imagine them the top seed? I can't remember that uh, that ever happening. Even the Jet game has meaning because if if the Jets should upset Buffalo, I mean, and the England wins, they won't get in the division. Get the division. So when, when the when the Jets when the Jets upset uh, Buffalo next week, we'll talk about the Jets all week, right? All all throw the whole show. Yeah, Mark, who's the quarterback for Carolina this Sunday? Hmm. Sam Donald. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Donald's back. Yeah. 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 Right, how about this? The Washington football team is going to unveil their new name on February 2nd. The ding, Admirals. ding, 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 ding. Washington Admirals. The Admirals. Is that right. what you think? Admirals. How about the Sentinels? Wasn't that the Washington Sentinels in that movie? Uh, um, what was the movie? The Replacements. Remember the replacements? Yeah, yeah, Keanu, yeah. Reeves. No. Keanu Reeves and Gene Hackman. Keanu, yeah. Gene Hackman, right, right, yeah. right. And Keanu, right. They were the, they were the Washington Sentinels. I thought that'd be a good name. Good name. Well, they have the commanders, the admirals, the armada, the sentinels, defenders, the red hogs, or the presidents. But it was an article the gridlock. There was some website, admirals.com. Which if you clicked on it, it automatically linked you to the to the Washington football team's website. Oh, there's uh, inside info. Who told you that? Uh, Ken Rosenthal. It was in the post. <laughs> I get my I get I get all my information from the post sports. The only right. reason to read the paper. The Washington Admirals. You know what they ought to do? They ought to cause trouble and call them the Washington Redskins. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you hear the story? Uh, what this Jets rookie cornerback Brandon Eccles did? Yeah, sorry. Oh, that's, yeah. He intercepts that. Tom Brady early in the yeah. game. Mm-hmm. After the game, after the Jets just yeah. lost the game in a heartbreaker, he goes to the mm-hmm. somehow he sought out Tom Brady, and he asked Tom Brady to autograph the ball. Yeah, it was very prominent on TV. You can see that. So uh, the coach, the Jets coach, uh, Salah, said he sees no problem with that. Sees no problem with that. But can you imagine, you know, Tom Brady hates the Jets. (laughs) 
And this this kid, well, the kid was a kid. Tom Brady was playing is playing longer than this kid's alive, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably, and, and he goes up to him, he signed it. He signed it. He signed it. I thought that was cool. And how about what happened in the game in Washington with the Philadelphia Eagles after the game? Oh, that like fence yeah. fell down. Right. Uh, Jalen Hurts was, was walking off and coming to like where they go underneath. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And the yeah, fence yeah, fell yeah. over. And the thing yeah. fell. Yeah. The fans were like, oh, and the fence gave way yeah, and it exactly. fell and almost hit Hurts. Oh, That's wow. right. Jalen yeah, almost got hurt. Something like uh, yeah. So yeah. he's a little upset about that. You know, at first they were laughing about it, but then he thought about it. He, he wrote a letter to the NFL. Saying that some, some something should have been done, obviously, but that's not. Is it their fault? It's it's Washington's fault. I don't know. But uh, he was a little upset about that. You heard about that story, right? Yep. So yeah. And there was a story that the Carolina Panthers. They're very very upset. The the owner, his name is David Tepper. He said he's upset, disappointed, embarrassed that he gave. Matt Rule, the head coach, a seven-year, $62 million contract in 2020 to turn the team around. <laughs> team is not turned around. So he's a, that, that was his quote. Imagine saying that. Go ahead, that Joe. Well, he's a hedge fund manager like Steve Cohen is. Right. Maybe Steve Cohen regrets the Lindor contract. Uh, yeah. Right now, I not bet he does. Yet, not yet. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Okay, that's the story on that. Well, what the stories here? Oh, they had the uh, the finalists are up now for it to pick five of the uh, uh, NFL Hall of Famers. So, Andre Johnson, would you vote for him? He was a uh, a Texan receiver. Yeah. Demarcus Ware, linebacker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Devin Hester, I wouldn't vote him in. Devin Hester, great kick, kick, kick returner and punt returner. Uh, Leroy Butler, defensive back. Corey Holt, yeah, uh, yeah. Reggie Wayne, Reggie yeah. Wayne caught a lot of passes. Yeah. Sam Mills, a linebacker. That's yeah. a good one. Jack Thomas, a linebacker. Yeah, Miami. Uh, Jared Allen, defensive out. A lot of, yeah, yes. a lot of snacks, right? Yeah, Richard Seymour. Yes. Yeah. Brian so. Young, defensive oh, yeah. tackle. Ronde Barber's up. Ronde Barber. Would you put him in? Ronde was good. Ronde. Yeah. 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 His brother's on uh, the, the fan now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 10 to 2. He's terrific. Yeah, uh, yeah Tony Baselli and Willie Anderson. So uh, to pick five out of that may be stretching it. Mm-hmm. I think there are overwhelmingly five outstanding people. Okay, enough of the uh, the professionals. So in college, Monday is the championship game. I'm sure you'll all be watching it at eight o'clock at night. Alabama, uh, Alabama Georgia. of course, Georgia. playing Georgia yep. for the second time this year. What's the spread? How? Georgia is favored by three, believe it or not. Yeah, how come? Wow. How yeah. come? Hopefully. They say it's hard to beat a t- the same team twice. Is yeah. that why? Well, yeah. Alabama seems wow. to be gross to me. Yeah. <laughs> they mauled Cincinnati. 
What do you know, Alan? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? I think Alabama's going to win. I think so, yeah. too. But we'll see what happens. Hey, the New Year's Eve Bowls. The New Year's Day Bowls. I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, yes. I would sit by the TV. I think it started at 11 o'clock in the morning. And you watch every single bowl game. I didn't do that either. You run for food. You come back, you watch. I don't know how. You know, when we were kids, first of all, there was just like four bowls. Cotton sugar, rose, and orange. Orange. Rose. And orange. 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 Cotton. That's right. What was the fourth one? Sugar, rose, and Sugar, 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 honey. So there were four. Then the right. one year, then the six. I think you're sweet too. Fiesta Bowl came, huh? Yeah, yeah. 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 Chick fil A, Chick-fil-A, A-Bowl. Peach Bowl. Yeah. But right. I, <laughs> I want to know if any of you people sat by your TV and watched any of those games. Yeah. What? A little bit. Saturday? Not as yeah. much. I'd be like a the couple. Tech, I watched the Tax Slayer Bowl. Many of you watched the Tax Slayer Bowl. I watched the Duke Mayo's Bowl. <laughs> Was that on I New Year's Day? No. no, I'm not, I'm not saying not what about New Year's Day. Oh. I watch it just to see who's who the, the sponsor. There's even the, the Tony yeah. the Tiger. That was a new I remember yeah. that one. I have a couple of I have a couple of TVs. So yeah. I you know yeah. I watch yeah, you line them up like a bar. Cheese cheese it bowl. Yeah, the uh, the Rose Bowl right, was a good game, ball. supposedly. Uh, right. They came good. back. They were down 35-21 at halftime. Yep. Came back to yeah. win. Yep. So that was a good game. A lot of scoring. Yes, uh, overtime. The guy threw for 573 yards. Is uh, uh, C.J. Stroud. Kentucky, Six yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I don't know what year he's in. Is he a senior? No, he's like a sophomore. Okay, he's got time. And the Fiesta Bowl was also a shootout, 37-35. Notre Dame was up by 21 points, and they lost 37-35. But their quarterback, Jack Cohn, who we've talked a lot about this year, he had 509 yards and five touchdowns, and he's going on to the pros after this year. And you know there was a bowl this week after the New Year's Day? Yeah. And a bowl game on Tuesday night. Yeah, who won the Texas Bowl with Kansas State beating LSU. Another who cares bowl. Right. I, I heard there was a bowl game. I checked the results out the next the next day. I think name the on the march is sponsor a bowl. How about yeah. that? So think about that. Yeah. So in the right. in the upcoming draft, a couple of names to think about, and someone you probably never heard of. There's a college, Western Kentucky. I'm sure you heard of the school. Their quarterback his name is Bailey Zapp, or it could be Zappy, Z A P P E. Have any of you heard of Bailey Zapp? Or Zappy? Yeah. Passed for 5,900 yards this year, wow. 62 TDs, and he broke LSU Joe Burrow's record of 60, a name to throw Zappy. So that if you see the draft, you know who he is. And this guy from North Carolina, Sam Howell. Heard of him. He, uh, he threw for 10,000 yards in three years at North Carolina, uh, even though Carolina was had a losing record this year. <laughs> and then they have these, these guys who are transferring. Bo Nix, does that name sound familiar? 
Yeah, yes. Auburn. From Auburn. Auburn. He's going to Oregon. Wow. And, and they make these things known. The Oklahoma quarterback uh, who replaced Spencer Rattler in the middle of the year, this, this freshman, he's leaving Oklahoma, Caleb Williams, and he's going on to USC, I believe. Was so that's because his coach is there. Oh, he's, yeah. Rattler's going to run. South Carolina. He's going with the coach, right? The coach is becoming the USC coach, right? Very good. Yeah. Yeah. So these guys are moving right along. No, but you, you know what else is part of what this guy Williams said? Yeah. With this, with this name, image, and likeness, he says, I want to go to the school that has the best, have, I get the best deal, maybe make the most money out of my name, image, and likeness. But I'm not ruling out Oklahoma, but, he, but now he said he's going to USC. So, you know, that, that's a whole thing now. It's like, Total free agency in college football and basketball. They had a uh, they had a, uh, a, a an exhibition boxing match a week or so ago. Uh, Darren Darren Williams was it Duran Darren Williams the basketball player Duran Duran Williams Womanet right? uh, defeated in a boxing match possible Hall of Famer <laughs> Frank Gore. Oh wow! Yeah, in a boxing match. Oh, yeah. Split decision and Williams uh, won the match. Uh, they said, Williams, are you, you going to keep on boxing? He said, no, I'm done. Gore, I, I might continue boxing. <laughs> That's right. So much, so much for that. And of course, the death of Dan Reeves. Yes. The yeah. death of Dan yeah. Reeves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fabulous. Fab- Not in the Hall of Fame. What this guy has done. I'd say. 77 years old, um, drive dementia. Player, coach. He took how many? He took two teams to the Super Bowl, coached the Giants, Broncos, the Falcons. 23 years experience, winning record. He won as a player, Super Bowl six as a cowboy. He was a solid player. Nine Super Bowls. He was a solid player. Solid player, not in the Hall of Fame yet. Maybe his death will, uh, We'll start thinking about him. And Antonio Brown would have behaved for him, I think. I don't know. Wasn't Ron, you got some death? basketball and hockey Wait, news for us? Yeah, wasn't there another some, death yesterday? Some, uh, Ross Browner? I don't mm-hmm. have him. We'll, go mm-hmm. we'll talk about him next week. All right, look Ross it up. Uh, by the way, Brown, you're a sponsor, Ron. The basketball and hockey report is sponsored this week by... Remember the UHF antennas that you hooked up to the back of your TV? Yep. yep. I got a whole stack of them in my basement, and I thought they wanted to sponsor you. What do you got? Let's start off with the NBA. The NBA suffered a great loss this past week. The passing of Sam Jones. Oh, yeah. yeah. 88 years old, a member of the, uh, obviously, the dynasty Boston Celtics. Won uh, 10 NBA championships, second only to Bill Russell's 11, mm-hmm. and he won eight in a row. He was a uh, five-time All-Star, and he was, uh, in 1957, he was the fir- a first-round draft pick. He was the eighth pick in the first round uh, by the Celtics, and uh, 1984, he was uh, inducted into the uh, Hall of Fame. I... He was before my time, basically. No, I don't know. Uh, I never watched player. him play. Uh, great player. Great player. Great Bank player. shot. Bank shot. Great shot. 
You yeah, sure he's the bad yeah. boy. Yeah, bank shots all the time. And, it, yeah. and it, he was also part of the first all, all African American starting uh, five five African Americans to start a game in the NBA. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the Celtics. Thumps. Yeah, Mark asked me that question. I got four of the five. So if somebody else wants to, which one did you miss? Jones boys. Well, uh, well, give who everybody else when I well uh-huh. I'll tell you who I got. Wait, wait. It was well, obviously yeah. Russell, the Jones boys, and I got Satch Sanders. Yeah, the other, oh, the, other one, the other one, the other one was Willie Knowles. Right, that's the Knicks. one. That's the one I missed. Mark, the yeah, former uh, Nick. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, I was sorry. I never saw him play. It was a little bit before my time. Uh, Basketball. Really? Star, I started like yeah. in like. 6970, and that was a you know, there you go. You can, you can see him on YouTube, yeah, that's what I said. You know, he never looked like a basketball player. <clears throat> go back and look at him, see, he looks like a basketball player. That's look at Van. Does, does Van Vliet look like a basketball player? No, no. Oh, Van Vliet, no, Red right? My favorite NBA player. Right, what else you got in basketball or in basketball? We also got the return. Last night of Kyrie Irving, yes, <laughs> a very he had a little rough start, but he he ended up with twenty two points, and they they came back and beat the uh, Indiana Pacers last night. Yep. So and turned it off. I thought that they were done. Is ah, that this game's done? But that's why you never give up. You never Indiana's give up. Terrible this year. Yeah. Well, no, Indiana's without half their team. Let, He's let, that good. He's that good. It was yep. the, it was the return of Lance Stevenson to Indiana last there night. There you go. There you go. Twenty points in the first quarter. Another Brooklyn guy, Lincoln High School. Yeah. yeah. There, you go. there you go. But yeah. uh, so the Nets look. It's going to take them time to for him to get used to the team. But again, only away games. That's yeah. it's going to be the issue. And then when the playoffs start. But they're saying he will be well rested. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. And on a, a, another thing, on a little personal note, uh, last night's Wizards-Houston uh, game, I don't know, yeah. um, everyone here knows Glenn Consor, the yeah. friend of mine from uh, yep. high school. Yeah. So apparently um, uh, Houston won the game on the last second shot by Kevin Porter. Kevin Porter Jr., I should say. Now, Glenn was announcing the game last night, and he happened to use the phrase Kev, uh, Kevin Porter uh, Jr., just like his dad, uh, Kevin Porter Sr., um, pulled the trigger and won, and won the game. Meaning, by pulling the trigger, he meant, obviously, shooting the last shot. <laughs> now... The only problem was what Glenn did was he mixed up the Kevin Porter basketball player who played for the Bullets in the 70s. Now, the problem comes in. Kevin Porter Sr., Kevin Porter Jr.'s father, was arrested for shooting somebody. (laughs) So, believe me, I know Glenn since public school. And I thought Kevin, the Kevin Porter, the basketball player, you know, the from the seventies and eighties, I thought that was his father too. Oh, so he was just referring that he pulled the trigger, shooting the ball. Right. 
So uh, it was a big mix of, but Glenn had to go and and you even have an idiot like LeBron James uh, yeah. chiming in that Glenn should be fired for that. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Yeah, Glenn yeah. went on Facebook today and on Twitter with a apologizing for mixing them up mm. and for his remarks and whatever. But you know, you're gonna have some people who are gonna want his head for this, which is ridiculous. Because if you look, if anybody's a, well, I know Mark is a friend of Glenn on Facebook, and if you go on his Facebook page, you're gonna see out of a hundred posts. 98 are backing him up, you know, saying, you know, he's a great guy and everything. Honest and it was a mistake. Honest mistake. I mean, it's easy. Exactly. Yeah. Who was who was the announcer? I think for the uh, Cincinnati Reds, I think Bob Brenly, and no, I forgot who it was. Who made Brenneman. Some Brenneman. 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 He gave up announcing because he said something inadvertently yeah. and there was a slip of the tongue and that was the end of him desiring to be an announcer. Yeah. What a, that was a different thing. Like, Bra- what, 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 what about the guy who got fired from ESPN because because he was fired because he he, he praised I think it was Venus Williams' guerrilla tactics at the net. Not, <laughs> not, not, not knowing that there, there are two there are two meanings of the word gorilla. Yeah. And, and instead of wasn't calling, her, wasn't calling her a gorilla, and this guy's career was ruined. He had a heart attack, and you know the New York Times came down hard on on this. On this, on this story, it's Doug Adler several years ago. Because mm. the same times be- didn't, didn't know the difference between gorilla and gorilla. I don't know. The same thing right. happened, a similar thing happened to Cosell. He called somebody a monkey. He got Look at that little monkey go. Look at that little monkey go. That's right. Monkey. Yeah, yeah. He got in trouble for that. What else you got there, Ron? Basketball, that's about it. Hockey. Not too much Fred going on. Left. Oh, was Fred, you have something yeah. else? I just want to say in basketball, I think we should all acknowledge yesterday. I mentioned before the show, 97th birthday of Lou Conestecca yesterday. Okay. Wow. He's still going he's to still St. Going John's in, Does he still go into Lulu's? Still, still, lives in Jamaica, still lives in Jamaica Estates. I don't know if he's wearing the sweaters, but he's 97 <laughs> and he's going great. Too bad none of you guys know him personally. He'd come on the yeah. show. I, I he actually, goes to St. John's, but he has no idea yeah. who Luke Conestecca is. Danny, what do you got, Danny? My, 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 yeah, I'll tell you a Luke Conestecca story. Uh, so I, uh, not uh, basketball related. Um, as I told you guys uh, years, uh, several weeks ago, back in the year 2000, I had a pancreatic cancer uh, surgery. It's been 21 and a half years now for pancreatic cancer. And after that, I became active for a little bit in the Lust Garden Foundation for Pancreatic Cancer. And uh, at the time when it first started, the walk started and the meetings afterwards, um, Luke Hanasaka's daughter was the head of, uh, 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 of uh, Lust Garden Foundation before it was taken over what it is today. And I had the opportunity to talk to Luke Hanasaka, um about a lot of things. A wonderful man, um, and this was about 2002, I think it was. I'll never forget because we spoke about all sorts of things, mostly concentrating on the issue of the Pancreatic Cancer Foundations, and uh, we never spoke basketball, but it was just a wonderful memory that I have of of, uh, um, of, of exchanging. Like we were talking about half hour on the field. It, it was really, really, really nice guy. 
I'd like to interject on something else also, not uh, that we never hardly ever mentioned uh, since I'm on, is my applause for Australia for what they did to Djokovic yeah, of rescinding yeah. his. Uh, they did his, the right thing. His his right to uh, uh, going to play in the Australia Open, you know, and, and this sets a great precedent in tennis and maybe of course in other sports as well. I mean, last year the U.S. Open required every every uh, um, uh, spectator to be vaccinated to go and watch it, but it didn't require it from the, from the players. Maybe this will set a precedent throughout tennis and maybe other sports. So my applause to us to the country of Australia yep. of not allowing Djokovic to enter Australia. I agree with that one. Yep. You know, so anyway, those are my two. Uh, uh, comments for today. No, no bowling <laughs> news. <laughs> Thank you, ranting, just still a couple of comments. <laughs> well, Ron, anyway. continue. Okay, Ron, you had the Sorry. mic. Okay, well, the, in hockey, I guess I'll go to hockey. There's not much going on. A lot of uh, postponements, obviously. The, the Islanders aren't going to be playing until January 13th. So, which is, you know, that's their next game. Uh, they it's had Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Well, a week yeah, from today. About a week or so. Rangers look good. Yeah, Rangers do Rangers look good. Yeah, perfect. yeah, they should get. Uh, I heard they should get Panarin back maybe Saturday night. Saturday. He's not going to play tonight, right? Yeah, and the thing is, with his, in his absence, you have Zabinijad showing up, starting to. Yeah, he's getting hot. Get hot. So when Panarin comes back, Zabinijad, you, you got Kreider, Uh I think he has twenty goals already this year. Yeah. Beating him, great. Zibinijad. Great on the power play. Yeah. Play. And and look, you got to give it to uh, Georgiev for stepping in. Sterkin mm-hmm. was out. It, this is the second time he had to do that. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. Tonight they're starting their longest road trip of the year. Yeah. Michael, but, you want? I, I just I want to. Uh, are you finished? On I just yeah. want to say we uh, they they had the uh, Winter Classic on the other day, and yeah. it was something like seven degrees below mm-hmm. zero. And it was actually a normal, nice, entertaining game. Once the game yeah. started, you didn't even realize. I think the score was something like six to four. But I yeah. can't help noticing in those games. I know they they had games uh, here in New York at Yankee Stadium and City Field. The sidelines for the fans. I, I have I didn't see a fan there. The fans had to have been like way way back. And it got to be as unpleasant a thing as you'd ever want to experience as being into one of those games, which is uh, very noticeable when you watch. But getting back to the Rangers. The Rangers, like that you're saying, are that good. They're they're uh, good enough to uh, go very very far, and yeah. they're not being marketed. In other words, the Post usually devotes a page to it. You hear very very little discussion on the radio. Um, there's something wrong with what's going on with hockey. It's been like that for a long long time, and it's at its worst now when the Rangers are good enough to win a cup. And something yeah. should be done. Somebody should smack Batman or something like that. But there should be more hockey discussion. And uh, they're a very, very entertaining team. And, uh, you know, uh, there, there was, it's entertaining as basketball. I enjoy my basketball and I enjoy my hockey. And I keep on flipping around, you know. And uh, hockey is really missing the, missing the ball. Yeah, maybe they'll wait for playoffs. You're right, Michael. The Daily News doesn't cover them. They, they run the Associated Press stories. Exactly. Well, yeah. well Daily News, the Daily News has been decimated. You know, yeah, I know. Yeah. The, the Post actually has good coverage between yeah. Larry Brooks and Molly Walker, who covers the Rangers. They actually have pretty good coverage of the Rangers, too. 
You know, you know, Fred, Larry Brooks was in my class when I yeah. went to Baseball High School. Yeah. And uh, I took this math class with Larry Brooks in the class. And he was the only one who passed the test. I passed mm -hmm. the course. Everybody else flunked. He's a smart Howie, guy. you want to say something, Howie? Yeah, I was just curious. You mentioned uh, uh, articles in the newspaper. Uh, about two years ago, I gave up reading the paper, uh, the actual newspaper, the Chronicle, San Francisco Chronicle. And I've been getting it online, either through my desktop or, or on my phone. It looks a little different. The desktop version looks like a paper. So I'm curious if any of you have, are still reading, like, Newsday or the yeah. Post or the yeah. news. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I read. I read. The, I read. The, I read the news in the Post every day for sports. I get the daily news. Okay, and the reason why I get the daily news, I get it delivered. I have the greatest delivery guy you'd ever want to see. Very, very dependable. Mm. I get the daily news. But what you say about the daily news is absolutely true. It sucks, mm. and I also get it as part of the subscription. I get it online. And so often they they print the daily news. The pages are almost unintelligible. They they print it yeah. very very light. Oh, and the only, way, the only way you could read some of the articles is if you go online. I mean that's how crappy the daily news is. Become, uh, it's know? a shame. Yeah, 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 they have articles that the, the uh, proofreading the articles that they don't finish. The, they don't they don't finish the content or the, the, they have a lot of mistakes in the daily news. All right, Ron, come up just. Two more hockey points. Yeah. And also the week that the Rangers had, they beat the Tampa Bay Lightning, the two-time Stan Stanley Cup champions, two games, and they beat the Edmonton Oilers with, you know, uh, McDavid, you know. So mm -hmm. they, they're proving themselves to be a winner. And then to go back to Michael's point about the Winter Classics, I've been to two Winter Classics – and I've been to this stadium series, the one you were talking about at Yankee Stadium between the Rangers and the Islanders. So I was there that the Wednesday night of that series, which was really cold. And and I was at City Field a couple of years ago. And we the saw best pictures. and what's that? We saw pictures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. On so, Facebook. But it's funny, this the seats. The low seats are the worst seats you could possibly get, like the box seats. So yeah. my seats were actually for the City Field one, and for Yankee Stadium, like in City Field, it was in the 400 section. You're sitting up, and you had I had a great view of the. Wow, island. really? Yeah, yeah. And the, believe like it or not, those were the most expensive seats to get, because the ones down the uh, box seats, you couldn't see anything. And also at Yankee Stadium, I was in the not I don't know if the upper deck, I, I forgot what it was, or right below that. So and then the other game I went to, I was at the 2012 uh Rangers Philly uh game in Philadelphia. So okay. thank you. Hey Miami to see on the uh the, the Packers Viking game that was 10 degrees. And they showed a uh, 82 year old woman who was a season ticket holder for the Packers, who was there mm. sitting with four coats on. Uh, mm. She had a hat on, but she said she didn't need gloves. Don't <laughs> 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 yeah. miss the game. <laughs> there was a, a very interesting story, hockey story. I don't know if any of you guys uh, read this, saw it online. Uh, I'll read as I jotted down some notes. A Seattle Kraken fan. 
Nadia Popovich, mm-hmm. did a good deed that changed the life of the Vancouver right. Canucks. Anyone hear it? Bit about this story? Yeah, I heard yeah. it. Yeah. On Saturday, a letter was shared by the Canucks assistant equipment manager, Brian Hamilton. I'm trying to find a very special person. I need to, uh, the hockey community's help. Uh, to, this per- to this woman, I'm trying to find. You changed my life. And now I want to thank you very much. The problem is I don't know who you are and where you're from. I do know you were sitting behind the Canucks bench the night the Kraken played their very first home game. That evening, October 23rd, on the uh, message you sh- on the message you showed me on your cell phone, so the person the fan was sitting behind the, the, the bench showed this person uh, a, a message on their cell phone, forever etched into my brain, has made a true life-changing difference for me and my family. Your instincts were right. They were right. They, uh, you were right. And that mole on the back of my neck was a malignant melanoma. Oh, my God. And thanks oh, yeah, to right. your persistence and quick work for our doctors, it is now gone. Uh, I want you to know. I want you to know that it, it's not about me. It's about the incredible person taking the time to notice something concerning and then finding a way to point it out uh, um, while there was a hockey game going on. That's an amazing story. Uh, Going great lengths to get my attention from the stands while I was doing my job behind the uh, on the Canucks bench. We are looking for this incredible person and we need to share this with you and your family and friends to help us find a real life hero so I can express my sincerest gratitude. Within uh, two hours of this letter letter uh, being posted on Facebook, a Kraken fan identified as Popovich, Popovich, uh, as the fan in question, 33, 34. Um, Popovich was a 2019 graduate, college graduate, 22 years old, will soon be attending medical school. Uh, the wow. two united at the Saturday night game in the Kraken's Canuck um, at the they played at the Climate Pledge Arena. The Canucks and the Kraken then teamed up to uh, fund Popovich's Popovich's medical school tuition with a sizable uh, wow. scholarship. That's yeah. how they they thanked him or thanked uh, this wow. thanked her. Uh, Popovich says she became familiar with melanomas in her time volunteering in hospitals. Is that a story? Yeah. Is that a story? That's what we should be hearing, Mark. <laughs> what a fabulous story. I thought you guys would. Right. That's, that's who we should be hearing. That story is not about Antonio Brown. And before we get to trivia, Danny, Swing and Low, they had a story that there was a girl in Suffolk County, Caitlin Wheeler, yeah. from Longwood High School. She bowled a 300 game in her 706 series mm-hmm. uh, to lead her school to victory over Patrick Medford. It's the first Suffolk to bowl 300, first girl in Suffolk to bowl 300 game since 2016, 2017 yeah. season. Yeah, I didn't see Previous the guy was two, 288. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Okay. 
So we got about, I don't know, if we, we go five, 10 minutes and trivia questions. Anybody want to start this going? Okay, uh, go with Gerald. Who is the only MLB starting pitcher to win a Cyang Award but retire with the losing record? Oh, a Cy Young with a losing record. Right. So we had that's, one super that's, year then, right? That's Steve one, Stone? No. No? Uh, was he a White Sox pitcher? Uh, no, we're talking about actually 1970s. Should I tell you the team? Yeah, team and initials. <laughs> Padres, I got you guys. Uh, Steve Car- Gerald, Steve Carlton. No. 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 Padres, R.J. Randy Jones. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Very good. Very good. He had that one super year. Came to the Mets. It was nothing. Go ahead, Fred. Uh, hockey trivia. <laughs> New York Rangers. Who has the most goals as as an under twenty as an under twenty one un, under the age of twenty one for the Rangers? Who scored the most goals before they reached the age of twenty one? God. Do we know him? Yeah. You know hockey. Roger you know this guy. Roger Bear. Nope. Oh. He's not really one of the more famous ones, but he's a good player. Donnie Murdoch. Donnie Murdoch is right. Oh, there you oh, go. Very, very good. Donnie Murdoch. Matter of fact, Lafreniere became, just became the seventh Ranger to have at least 20 goals before the age of 21. All right. Murdoch had 35. Michael. The, the last man who scored five goals as a Ranger in one game. One of my worst years as a sports fan. In 1955, name the three surviving Dodgers. From 1955. Paul Erskine. Roger Erskine. Craig. Roger Craig. Uh, Sandy Koufax. No, no. Koufax. Yeah, the yeah. Koufax. Yeah, he was a baby. Koufax was there in 55? Yeah, yeah, he was a, yeah. He was a bonus baby. He had to be on the team because he was a bonus, bonus baby. Bonus baby, he was on the yep. bench. Yeah, yeah. Stay on the wouldn't play him. You got him. All right. Which uh, brothers each hit home runs in game seven of the World Series? The same World Series. Two brothers hitting a home run in Game Seven of a World Series game. Boyers. The Boyers. Sixty-four, right? Damn. Who's next? Question. Gerald, go. Who is the youngest player in MLB history to uh, to win the MVP? A Rod. No. No. Uh, Valenzuela. No, I'll give you two hints. He did it in 1972 when he was 22 years of age. What By year? I mean, what uh, team? Uh, somebody just mentioned the name. Ida Blue, yeah. Yes, Ida Blue. Ida Blue. Ida Blue. Again, it's had to be Cincinnati or Oakland. I have one, and then we'll go on to Howie. Uh, what's so unusual in 1969... When the four expansion teams open their season, the Royals, the Expos, the Padres, and the Pilots all open to the same season. What's so unusual about that first game? They were all at home. <laughs> they all won. They all won. They all won their first game. Okay, how will you go? Okay. Can you name the four players, four baseball players, who've played 20 or more years, yet were never in a World Series or a playoff game. So we're talking old, old, before the playoffs, and then newer, you know, with the playoffs. 
Ernie Banks is one guy. Two of them. Ernie Banks. Ernie Banks. Banks is one of them. Billy Williams. Billy Williams? Billy Williams? No. Who? Billy Williams Williams. has made 20 years, I don't think. No. 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 Billy, I think, made it later on with the A's, I believe. He did. He did. There's three more. Uh, One is a real old-timer. We're talking... Joe Rizzuto used to talk about this guy. Uh, he had a nickname, old. Oh, I forget the nickname. Played <laughs> played the same position as Phil. Right, what's the initials? L A. Luke Appling. Right, right. Old aches and pains. <laughs> old aches and pains, yeah. right. And there's two more that uh, played but didn't make the uh, playoffs. Uh, one was a cat. One you'll never get. I didn't never heard of him. Imer Vallo played for. Yeah, Imer Vallo was not Vallo. The A's. Athletic. The A's. Played right. for the Dodgers also. And the other was a longtime catcher, really good catcher. Played a lot for the Angels and I believe the Phillies. Bob Boone. Uh, what? Bob Boone. Not Boone. Rogers. Bob Rogers. No initials B D. Played 20 years, never got in the playoffs. He did. Dalrymple, but not that right. Brian Downing. Oh, really? Brian Downing. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He was more of a designated hitter for the White Sox. Later, right? Yeah, later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lead off batter. Fred, go. Yeah. What, what player in the 1962 World Series had a brother who was also a major league umpire? Kunkel. Nope. Played in '62 World Series. I don't think Kunkel was in the World Series. No, I think he was born. Yeah. No, this guy had this guy had a brother who played in a, who was an umpire. He played for the Giants or the Yankees. Played for the Giants. Giants, yeah. Oh, you said not Kunkel, right? Oh, not Kunkel no. and not Wolf. Now, I'll give you this player was also the player was also like college football quarterback. Mike McCormick. No, no. no. brothers initials. This T-H. 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 T-H
707. Anybody else? A couple of my minutes. Yeah, they're uh, Gerald. Who's the only player in modern Major League history to lead the league in home runs but not hit the ball over the fence? Dr. Paul. Home run Baker. No. Had to be a real old timer. (laughs) Oh, very old timer. (laughs) Home run Baker. No. Is he in the Hall of Fame? (laughs) Yes. Do we know his name? Yes. Ty Cobb? Yes. Oh. Oh. Ty Cobb? He had nine Mm. inside the park home runs. (laughs) Wow. And led the league. Gerald, Herb Pennock. I'm sorry? Herb Pennock. No, he just he's he's okay with the answer. He's a pitcher, yeah. Pennock was a pitcher. Uh, Ty Cobb, okay. Ty Cobb. I'm going to say Ty Cobb. Are we, are we good, guys? That's it? Are we, we're out? All right, so I'm going to put a little song on, which uh, will uh, tell us, uh, hopefully this will work. I want to thank you guys again for joining us this week, our 88 show, and we'll see you all out there for 89 as the numbers keep going up. <laughs> and I thank you for joining us. And I'm I'm going to give you the homework assignment. I think for next week to fill the time. Right. You can start thinking about it. You ten greatest second basemen of all time. Bobby Richardson. And now it's- I'm doing now. He <laughs> <laughs> was never a good listener in school, Mark. <laughs> he was number right, one guys. before Billy Martin. Of course, my song did not come on. Oh, well. Mickey and the Duke. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I still go. say, Mark, you need a good sign walk. You gotta, you gotta hear go like, this song. No, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I get it. Like, like, it's, I know. Like, like your influence counts. Use it or something like that. Music one here. Yeah. You hear it, right? Yeah. No, I hear yeah. It. Right. yeah. Thank you for your time this time until next time. <laughs> I'll see you guys next <laughs> week. All out there. Have a great have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy the song and uh, thanks for stopping by. Good job again. Bye guys. everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year again. Yes. <laughs>